Welcome to the Advisor Arena Podcast with your hosts, Jamie Malm and Josh Watson. This show is designed to share ideas and help you gain insight from some of your most successful peers. We will discuss industry news, hot topics, and challenges you may face, as well as give you some possible solutions. Thanks for joining us today. Let's get started. Guys, we've got an awesome show for you today. We're going to talk about safe money options. Hello, Mrs. Farnickel. How are you today? Making a deposit, are we? Great. We can just put that into your retirement account and make it go to work for you, and it's gone. What? Sorry. Yeah, that's gone. Please step aside for people who actually have money with the bank. Next, please. And it's gone. And it's gone. (laughs) Not safe money. Not well managed. That was not safe money. We are going to talk about (laughs) safe money options, but I want to start first. So obviously we've had some stuff in the news about FTX, which every time I say that, I don't know why, but I start thinking BMX bikes. I have no idea. But FTX, I just start thinking motocross. Anywho, uh, they're in the news. Uh, You know, we're constantly plagued about scandals and stories of online scams and poor little people that are separated from their hard-earned retirement assets. If we think about like the last, I don't know, 15 years, we have Enron, we have the Ponzi scheme with Charles Ponzi, Bernie Madoff, 2008 financial crisis. You can think about all these movies, right, that have been made about all these horrible financial advisors, these infamous financial scandals that have really unraveled the trust that consumers have in investing, right? Which is not good for our industry as a whole. So, you know, is it really any wonder that people are are skeptical and they're a little weary of financial products they don't understand or worse, they're being warned against them by other financial professionals that simply don't understand the products themselves. And annuities obviously fall into that category. Nice thing with annuities is we won't ever go and it's gone. So we've got that going for us. But yeah, that's good. Yes, yes. Annuities have long been the source of misconceptions and just wrong info. And I think anybody that's ever met with a client knows the objections that can arise when an annuity is proposed, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. I heard I heard this. I heard that. But my first question for Josh is, Josh, how much money did you lose in FTX? <laughs> I, you know what? I've never, uh, believe it or not, I've never been in the crypto game. Well, so, yeah, I would I hope not. I believe, I believe it's way it. I above hope. my head. I'm, I'm a safe money guy. Yeah, so. I no NFTs. You don't own, you don't own hope, NFTs. You don't own any NFTs. No, no <laughs> NFTs. No, uh, yeah, no, no crypto, no black. Zinda, isn't there a Zinda NFT? Uh, anyway, no, I'm kidding, but, uh, but yeah, that's, uh, that's good. Hopefully none of the three of us have ever put any money into crypto. That's, uh, that's so risky as we now see the whole thing is tanked. Right. So, uh, that's sad. I mean, you just feel bad like, for people. Cause I think oh, crypto may, you know, at some point it, it's going to be a legitimate thing most likely, but you've got these bad actors, so to speak, that just put a blemish on the entire financial industry. It makes people so scared. And annuities are one of the safest vehicles out there. That's why I think it's so ironic that they're also one of the things that other financial advisors warn people against. You know, I just ask one thing, just don't be scammed by putting your money into an annuity. Yes, for goodness sakes, let's not put it somewhere where it can't lose anything. So we hear all kinds of objections on that. But aren't most of those people saying that uh, 
because they're mostly brokers and they want you to put it all into the stock market or they they're bankers and they want you to put it all into a CD. Uh, usually there's a reason, a motivate, a personal selfish motivation for them to diss it. Right. I would agree with that. And I think just like with like an FTX or a crypto, you know, there were a lot of misconceptions about it. Well, you think about it, that it was safe. It was a great place to put your money. It was the next big thing. And look, it's look at where it's at now, right? The whole whole industry is basically imploded. So same thing with annuities. There's a lot of misconceptions. They have high fees. Once you put your money into them, you can't ever get it out. Uh, all the all the advisor wants to do is get paid a big commission. Uh, so there's just like anything, ton of misconceptions out there around annuities. I think one of the things with annuities is like you said, Tony, it is often the people that don't sell them that funny enough, I don't like the things I don't offer. And right. a lot of times I know it's simply, they just don't understand them. You know, I had a, a client come to me not too long ago and he had decided to move forward with me. And he said the brokers that he was moving away from on his way out, they said, you know, we wish you the best of luck. We've loved working with you all these years. If there's one piece of advice let me give to you, just don't let somebody sell you an annuity. And I ended up talking to his CPA who had told him the exact same thing. And the CPA admittedly said, well, I really don't understand them. And I said, well, if you don't understand them, how can you advise somebody not to do it? So we did you know, con several conference calls actually. And by the end of it, the CPA said, okay, I've got a totally different viewpoint of this. And that's what, that's what happens, right? You, the best advisors, I think, know how to set realistic expectations on where they fit into an overall plan. They know how to bring things up that may be objections later before the consumer does. So they are being very transparent. We're not trying to overpromise and underdeliver. We want to be very transparent, very realistic, and very just real about where do annuities fit and where they don't. Well, and isn't it partly because, and you guys can correct me, Josh and Jamie, my question is this, the way I see it is annuities have come a long way. They've changed over the last 20 years or so. And it used to be the annuities that I think there were some bad eggs in the financial planning arena or financial advisor arena or insurance sales arena that would push uh, variable annuities on people that they weren't right for, which do have risk and do have high fees and uh, weren't that great for a lot of people that ended up putting a lot of money into them. It couldn't that be why annuities got a bad rep, but then uh, all they threw the baby out with the bathwater, so right. to speak, because that was just one type of annuity that might've been sold to the wrong person that didn't fit, right? Right. Well, and I think that's where other advisors get confused. They know there are some products out there that aren't great. Maybe they even had a client in one that, you know, from years ago, or, you know, they just think all annuities work the same way. And if there's one bad one, then they must all be bad. Or somebody's brother-in-law once knew somebody who had an annuity and, you know, it was loaded up with fees. That's just the, you know, those are the misconceptions. And in light of all the skepticism right now in our industry, and rightly so, you know, there are a lot of things that people should be wary of. The last thing that we want to do is set our advisors up to make something seem too good to be true. And it's really tempting right now, right? Because you've got advisors that can go run an illustration and it's showing 
hey, this totally safe vehicle is likely to do 15%. That's not going to happen. And it's a shame that we have some illustrations that are mm. backcasting that. So, you know, what we really want to step in and help with is, yes, you can get caps right now as high as what, Josh, 13%. Is that still the highest S&P cap as of today? It seems like it changes daily. 13% or 16% with a 1% fee. So okay. getting wow. out so, there. It's a high cap. And when you have caps that high, I think as an advisor, it's easy to say, you know, look what we can do. And then you start trying to compete with market like returns when that's really not the place that annuities fit, but it's just so tempting. And the point of us talking about this today is to make sure that we are really helping our advisors not set themselves up for having to apologize later. We want you to understand where annuities fit. We want to talk about annuity pricing right now. And we want to make sure that you don't put yourself in a position where you've got unhappy clients because they're getting above average returns, but they're like, well, it's not 15. That's a terrible scenario to be in. Right. I think it starts by, I hope that as advisors, we're at least stopping and asking ourselves, okay, do I really understand how annuity pricing works? Do I understand and am I confident in trying to explain that to somebody if I get asked? And what's the likelihood in whatever I'm writing that renewal rates for future caps are going to remain that high or even similar? I've shocked you all into silence. I get it. I agree. Uh, the The annuity pricing it is confusing to a lot of people and how it works. You know, I've talked to multiple advisors who think if you know the S and P five hundred caps seven, it goes up ten. The insurance company keeps the difference. Well, that's not how it works at all. So th- that's something we're going to start getting a lot more. Hey, how how can these companies offer these great rates? Not only that, how are they going to maintain these great rates? So it's definitely a talk you should brush up on and know and know how to talk about. Well, yeah, and I know you guys are talking about uh, about the upside potential with certain types of annuities, uh, but I think uh, to me, to a layperson, to a client coming in to talk to the advisor, talk to you, then uh, the big deal is is that there are annuities out there that do the things that you can guarantee or promise. And we're talking about things they shouldn't, but there are things you can that are great, like principal protection. Your principal's protected. Some annuities have no fee, right? Or little to no fee. Am right. I right? And, and I uh, think fixed, that's kind you of- You can get a fixed indexed annuity with no fee and principal protection, sure. right? Yeah. I mean, that's kind of back to basics on annuities, right? What is the main reason why we would want an annuity in somebody's plan where it's for that protection? It's to protect right. against the downside risk. We're competing with other safe money options, not the, and it's gone. You know, we don't. <laughs> right. You're competing well, with a CD, right? <laughs> right. A, a certificate CD. of deposit I mean, or something like that. A fixed rate. Uh, you know, other safe money options. That's what an annuity is competing against. Maybe you can make the argument for bonds now. You know, it's, it's longer term, safe money options. And I, I want to come back to talk a little bit about how an insurance company really prices rates and how renewals work so you can answer that for consumers. But 
Tony, you make a good point. What if I wanted to sell just on a worst case scenario? I love selling on, let's talk worst case scenario. And that's where you get into no losses, minimum guarantees. Here's your guaranteed rate. We know what the absolutes are. And imagine if you'd been in that before 2022. And yeah. not had everything in the market, but had had something in that. Had some. I mean, it's yeah, not this some. isn't where you want all your money, but to have no. some. And especially if you're, you know, and advisors know this. If you're if you've got clients that are, you know, in that five window before or that five window after retirement, that's the, you know, the most um, what's the word I'm looking for? It, it's the time where you most want to focus on protection because we don't want to extend having to retire, you know, we don't want to say, oh, sorry, uh, you lost all this money. Now you don't have time to make up for it. So you've got to work longer and we don't want to have to change our lifestyle once we have retired. So that kind of 10 year window, really, really key. And the last thing we want is to set somebody up to think the caps and the rates and the things that we're seeing right now are quote unquote, normal. I mean, we haven't seen anything like this in over a decade. So I hope advisors are stopping to ask themselves, how am I positioning this? Am I setting up realistic expectations? And how can I sell from a worst case scenario? Because Josh, we've got some really cool options where there are some really high guaranteed worst case scenarios, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, you look at what companies are doing with bailout caps and and those types of uh, scenarios. And yeah. yeah. We've got some really high options. Just to give you an idea, I mean, three-year fixed annuities right now, 5.3% guaranteed. I mean, so just imagine on the index side what kind of par rates that we're seeing on on the uh, uh, some of the alternative indexes, not just even the S&P 500. You're talking about participation rates 200-plus percent, you know, on an index that hopefully does four or 5%. So that's why you're starting to see some of these illustrations, you know, showing the, the 10, 11, 12% returns. So, and, and we may hit that. I don't want to be a total naysayer here and say, you're never going to get it. We'll have, you know, likely some years where we spike up there, but that's another thing that I think uh, consumers definitely don't understand. A lot of advisors don't understand is those high par rates on volatility control indices. If we don't have a basic understanding of how companies price products It'd be awfully hard to know, well, am I better off taking a 200% par rate on this volatility controlled index, or would it be better for the end consumer if I took a much lower par rate, but it was on like the S&P 500? That's not a, you know, that's not a formula that can't be cracked. That's not a, oh gosh, I have no idea. We'll just have to wait and see. If you understand how annuity pricing works and you understand how, carriers can renew rates and really what those volatility control indices are comprised of, you can get have a pretty good idea of which is better. But it's something that unfortunately, a lot of advisors don't dig into. And so they they see a 200% par rate and say, well, you got to be crazy. I, I would never offer anything that's less than a 200% par rate because look what I can get. But if you don't really understand annuity pricing and you don't understand what the index is comprised of, how is your consumer going to understand it? Are they going to be misled then and disappointed when you get them a four or 5% return when that's awesome. That's what it should do over the long haul. But we didn't set expectations right. And that's what I hope people are thinking of right now, because I'm fearful that you're going to see people sucked into this 
you know, big illustration game and high caps and not really know how that works. Good point. I think a good example would would be, let's say you have a volatility controlled index. As things get more and more volatile in the market, what do they do? They generally move it to a cash component, to bonds, something to take the volatility out of the index, right? So if you've got a 200% return or participation rate on a volatility controlled index that's all sitting in cash because the market's so volatile, then you know what does it really get you? So right. to your point, it does make a lot of sense and it does help to dig into these indexes a little bit and figure out what they're trying to accomplish and how they're designed to perform. So we've got some cool resources for you guys on that. If you really want to nerd out and watch some videos from super smart people about how that works, I it's not that I'm just, you know, so interested in it that that's what I want to spend my time on, but I am interested in not being backed into a corner and unable to answer something. So that I don't want. So I am interested enough to have a basic understanding, even if I couldn't sit down and, and dive into this for, you know, 90 minutes with an actuary. I know I have a pretty good understanding of how it works. And I would encourage every advisor listening to this, you need to have the same. So at the end of this, we're going to give you some resources. Uh, but Josh, you mentioned something about bailout caps. And I want to talk about some of the really cool innovation that's happened with annuity products, even in the last, what, three months that allows us to really get specific on how to sell from a guaranteed standpoint, worst case scenarios. Let's let's throw out the flashy high numbers and the high caps, and those are great. But what? It, tell us how a bailout cap really works. So let's uh, we'll just use the S and P five hundred for for example. So let's say right now the S and P five hundred has a twelve percent cap. So we know we're going to get twelve percent this year. What a lot of advisors worry about is okay, but what happens next year? They could lower that cap, right? Well, with a bailout cap, it basically sets a, I guess, a minimum rate at which they can drop that cap. So, you say you've got a 12% cap, it's got a 6% bailout cap on it. If they ever, the insurance company ever lowers rates down to that 6% threshold, then the client can walk away with all their gains. So it's just a way to, uh, to basically maintain the rate integrity in the product, give the client some peace of mind, and also give them an out if, you know, the insurance company doesn't uphold their end of the bargain. And I think that's what people are concerned about, don't you? Like, what's a worst case scenario? Tell me what could happen and how do I protect myself against that? Uh, bailouts rarely happen. I mean, I, I we've had them around for years, and I don't know of a time when a carrier would renew. I mean, it'd be silly to do that to themselves, um, but it gives clients that safety net they're looking for, right? It lets them feel secure in the decision they're making. So the next morning when they're freaking out or they've talked to their son-in-law who says, oh my gosh, you should have never done that. Annuities are full of fees and you're never going to get your money back. And the insurance company is going to drop all your rates to 1%. They can feel really confident in saying, that's not how this one works. I know the decision I made was right for me because I know the safety nets that I have in place. Those are the things that you should focus on because those are the things that are going to make them worry and have that buyer's remorse later. So in addition to bailouts, we've got options that, I mean, I could be wrong, but I can't recall in my 20 years of doing this where we've had an annuity product where 
it's going to offer a rate this high. So that's number one. I don't recall in 20 years just pure S&P cap, caps being this high, but I know I have never known of an option where you could say, all right, not only am I going to get in at a you know 9% cap, but you can never change that on me. For the entire term of the product, insurance company, you can never lower that no matter what. I get that 9% cap. That's Those are new options on what, like three or four different carriers we have that locked in option. It's really cool. You do. Two or three carriers that, yes, you, you have to upfront decide how much of your premium you want to allocate to that option. And you've got to stay in that option for the life of the contract. But you're exactly right. You can get in at, say, an S&P 500 cap at 9%. They can never lower that. So really, really good deal. That if it was my money, that that's what I would be doing right there. Tony, I see you're trying to talk to us, but yes, I can't hear uh, your beautiful I, voice. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say they constantly make improvements. And just mm. over the last six months, like you said, they're improving these vehicles so much uh, with, with the caps and and the downside protection and the little to no fees. I mean, you you know, when you're painting a worst case scenario, and I like that, Jamie, that you're trying to tell our uh, the advisors out there, let them know, hey, here's the here's the worst case scenario with an annuity. Here's the worst thing that could happen. Uh, and, you know, if the worst thing that could happen is, you know, you're you can participate in gains up to this point and you can never drop below this point. Uh, and that's that's the worst case scenario. Wow. You know, uh, you know, so you could make anywhere between zero and nine and your principal's protected. Uh, what about fees? Well, here's the fee. It's one percent or here's the fee. It's zero percent. So, uh, I mean, they're so good that um, the the downside is not that bad. You don't have to hype them. I think a lot of people right. as an advisor, you get into sales mode and you get excited because you had a client uh, last year that was that made 10 percent, you know, or something, you know, or that, you know, of somebody who had this annuity and did this well. Well, or, you know, of a story or you can, hey, you could make 15 percent on this product, you know. Uh, don't don't just lead with that. That's why annuities get the bad name. If you, it's good enough to lead with the worst case scenario. In my in my opinion, but yeah, am I agreed. wrong? No, agreed. I, I think it's you know a, a bit of a conservative point of view sometimes, but that's what protects you from those issues that arise later. The unhappy clients, the complaints, the you misled me, this didn't work the way I thought it was going to work. You don't have to hype them up. There's a lot of uh, reasons why you could right now. And I know it can get tempting and you have uh, competitors that are out there that are showing a 13% on the illustration. Take the contrarian point of view, show them why that's not going to happen, why it's not what they're designed to do and let your competitors create the mistrust. You be the one that's transparent, transparent, that's trustworthy. Show your work, show, you know, use third-party resources. One of the things that we want to provide to you all is more info about index annuity pricing. So it's not just your opinion on what's going to happen. It's not just your opinion that that's overpromising and is going to disappoint many people. We want you to know really how an insurance company makes money, how they invest, so to speak, to really pass through the gains because it's not a secret formula. It's not like Josh, where you said, it's not like 
the S&P does 10 and you had a 7% cap. So the insurance company just made three. No, no, no. That's not at all how it works. But you need to have a basic understanding of how that works. So when consumers are you know, getting their heads turned by all these flashy things that other insurance salesmen or even advisors are, are telling them, you can be the one that they feel I can really trust what my advisor has to say. He showed me his work. He was transparent. I understand what he's saying. That makes sense. So here's what we have for you. I promise that we would have some smarty, smart people that made this uh, easy to understand. So it's not Josh and I, it's not Tony and I on there talking about how the annuity pricing works. No, no, <laughs> yeah. no. I hope it's we not have, me. That's for sure. <laughs> we have partners at Life Innovators and in our Gradient Product Desk, and they actually did a three-part video series that goes through annuity pricing, how an insurance company makes money, what the options are for like a level option pricing budget, how that pertains to renewals, but they have really simplified it in an easy to understand format with visuals and examples and analogies. So if you don't have something like that, or if you've it's been a little while since you have brushed up on how that works, email us for access to those videos. They are excellent. They're available to you. It doesn't cost you anything. We don't require anything if you're not already with Gradient. Uh, but we want you to be confident in your explanations to clients. We, as an industry, do not need to be contributing to the mistrust out there simply because you're confused. There's enough for you know, consumers to be cautious about. So let's give them confidence in safe money. Let's give them confidence in us. Let's really set the record straight with what these are designed to do. So email us, theadvisorarena at gradientib.com. If you know Josh or I, you already work with us, shoot us a text, give us a call, let us know. Uh, but we will get these three video links in your hands, ready to use. Any final words, guys? Anything I forgot? I don't think so. Nope. You're still, just, good. Uh, You're still I awake, would just add right? Annuity, annuity rates are at all-time highs, so... <laughs> Just shameless there you plug go. There. Jo Josh cannot help it. He is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look at him, Stales. All, all there the, he goes. He's all the conservative talk, but <laughs> you're uh, proving did the I point. Mention, did I mention 30%? <laughs> they are He's the just... best they ever have been, but you do have to note, you know, a lot of them, you know, you still have to note where the fees are going to come in if there are going to be fees and what the downside could be because some, you know, you could hit zero, you know, and some you can hit 15 if, if you get lucky or some have a fixed rate. I think the key selling point to me is what's the CD rate. So if I look at safe money, I've got some in the stocks and I want some in safety as I get older, what are CDs paying? Well, yeah. there's these annuity products typically are so much better. You don't need to overhype them. You don't need to say they're 15% because that's not what the purpose isn't for them to make as much as the market. The purpose is for them to make more than your standard safe money options, right? Yep. Insurance companies are competing like never before. They're, they, yeah. The supply demand right now is definitely working in the favor of the consumer. So they're competing. They want the money. That's a good thing for all of us. Mm -hmm. um, but now is the time where you can really step up and differentiate yourself, not by offering the highest cap or the biggest bonus or showing the highest illustration. You're not going to win that game because there's always going to be somebody that's a a little uh, more willing to live in the gray area, let's say, than you are. And that's not where we want to live. We want to win with really being 
aware, being um, just a- available to make consumers understand how these work when they Integrity. aren't like. Yeah, when they aren't thinking, I don't really get it. It kind of sounds too good to be true. That's where the mistrust comes in. That's where you leave a window of opportunity for other people to warn them against these products. So, you know, better safe than sorry. And you guys know what to do with the info. You know where to reach us, the advisor arena at gradientib.com. And we will see you all next week. Thanks for joining.